Hello and welcome to this special unscripted edition of the Ace Space podcast, where today we're going to take a much more in-depth look at the unscripted episode with the brilliant Maggie Kozuch. Joining me, Matt Rogers, Kira Michael, uh, heads or tails, Kira? Heads. Heads it is. You go first. How are you? <laughs> would that have been, would I have gone first either way? Yep. <laughs> I couldn't possibly tell you the magic. <laughs> I'm great. Um. No news to report, just sitting here in quarantine and watching Unscripted religiously, and we've got a good one today. Did you have a good week, Kira? I mean, my week has been exactly the same as last week, and the week before that, and the week before that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just trying to stay busy, trying to stay active, running, working out in the grass, the usual. Sorry, I'm excited about this one. This is a lady that I've met at least five times and never failed to be impressed with her as a person and a player. So... Yeah, I was excited when she said yes to do an unscripted um, and enjoyed watching it as a fan as well. You're so excited. You've jumped the gun. We've not even found out how you are yet, mate. <laughs> Last time I spoke to you, you were on top of a digger. How did that go? Well, we dug a couple of soakaways, filled them back in again. Um, yeah, and then moved on to the next thing. Made sand pits and water tables and next is a Spanish kitchen for my Cornish garden. That is lockdown life. <sighs> Soak away is definitely a term that you have invented. No, 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 it's not. Kira, what's a soak away? I haven't a clue. Exactly, because it's not a thing. Let me ask you a question. (laughs) When the water hits your roof and goes into a gutter, where does it go? Down the drain. And where does that drain lead to? The river? Not always. In more isolated locations, it goes into a massive pile of rubble under the ground and then gradually, and this is the name, soaks away. Ah, Ah, fantastic. So all of the listeners who thought they were tuning in to to learn about a big character in volleyball have now found a little bit about the construction industry (laughs) out as well. So every day is a school day. This is great podcasting and I bet you're all really (laughs) pleased that you tuned in. Uh, So uh, Maggie then, we'll start with you, Matt. You mentioned why you thought she was she was impressive, and she is. Like her energy is is absolutely amazing. Uh, but she is also a player who has rejected you for a photo before. Does that still hurt? <laughs> she didn't really reject me. She more just didn't know about the appointment. It was more that. So this was a Champions League final, and I, I never usually ask for photos with players, but she played so well. I, I thought, well, I'm going to try and get one. And by the time I'd made that decision, she disappeared and was celebrating with her teams. <laughs> She is definitely allowed to do that. Um, Key, we will listen to the full unscripted shortly, but did your opinion of Maggie differ from before the unscripted to after the unscripted? Well, it's funny you say that because I've always had a high opinion of her. I don't know her personally, but it was so cool to hear her voice because I've seen her, I've seen her in videos, I've seen her playing, I follow her on Instagram because she was a player in Italy, in Busto, she played before me, so I know her her image, let's say. But yeah, I was really, I was also really impressed with her positivity, her just enthusiasm for life, let's say. She seemed like a really genuine person, yeah. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. I challenge anyone to listen to this and not feel happier afterwards. Yeah. Well, if you are joining us for the first time, then Unscripted 
started as uh, as a video on CEV's YouTube channels, Instagram TV, Facebook and Twitter. They're still available there. So if you ever want to put a face to the voice, then you can head over and do that. But Matt Rogers has laid down the gauntlet. Listen to this. And if you are not happy afterwards or happier afterwards, then we guarantee your money back. Enjoy <laughs> this. It's Unscripted with Maggie Kozich. Maggie Kozuch is one of volleyball's truly special opposite hitters. A Champions League winner, she's been crowned Germany's Sportswoman of the Year and been German Player of the Year five years in a row. She's now partnering Laura Ludwig on the beach and they stormed to victory at the World Tour Finals in Rome 2019. But now, like the rest of us, she's at home and she's staying safe. So I call to check in and see how she's passing the time. Maggie, hello. Hi, how are you? I am incredibly well. I'm at home and I'm bored, but the sun's shining. Uh, so I'm after a little bit of positivity and I think you are just the person to give it to me. But most importantly, I want to check you're doing okay. So are you doing okay? <laughs> I do actually. The sun is shining here as well. You're the first person today that I'm talking to. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm happy to see you. Yeah, I am very, very happy to talk to you too. Um, so right, lockdown, how's it treating you? Where in the world are you? Who are you with? And, and what are you up to every day? Um, yeah, so <laughs> actually, I, I don't feel bored at all. But I actually don't know any like, I, I, I don't know me being bored like ever, like in any situation. And I'm not judging it if it's good or bad. It's just how it is. I don't know, somehow it just happens. Um, I'm in Hamburg right now in Germany um, and I'm doing things that are probably like for me it looks uh, it's like normal for an athlete. I try to work out um, every day. I do some mobilization and some um, exercises every day. I just, uh, I just finished my workout today before you called me. So um, yeah, I made like an hour of a little bit more an hour of, uh, of workout and um, yeah, later I will I will go to for a walk in the in the sun and breathing some nice fresh air, which is beautiful. I like it, and then cooking, talking to friends, um, meditating, making yoga, listening to music. I try to play the guitar, but I'm not playing the guitar. It's just like fun to do that. <laughs> so yeah, not really. Like I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, hang on. I will oh, if you seriously? will. Oh, seriously. I okay. will if you, yeah, yeah. I didn't think it'd take long. <laughs> okay, I will show you. At least it looks good. I like it. But okay, you could mean you could be my my teacher, my guitar teacher. I'm I'm really. I just like it. I just like it, music and instruments, and so I have it here. And sometimes I just yeah. I tell you what then. How about how about we do a little bit of a skill swap, and you teach me a little bit of yoga, and I teach you a little bit of guitar. Deal. Okay. 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 Let's. Uh, I've made a right. But play me, play me something then. I can't believe okay, we've got. So you know I can't believe I mean. we've got here already. Yeah, play okay. me something. Okay, it's right. I'm just going to put this over here now because it sounds like you could also teach me guitar as well as yoga. Oh, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. 
it sounds like your days are actually really lovely though you're 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 filling them how are they different to what they would be if you were essentially planning for the season now because obviously that's been put on hold yeah okay so um for sure it's like a lot of things changed a lot of things we actually do not know we don't know what is happening but my philosophy of life in general is like that I don't really know what happens in the next hour I try to to stay present I start I, I try to to live the moment most uh, as possible and um, yeah of course there are plans that we that we did that also in sport it's normal to do we 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 practice for it we work out for it to also have a peak during tournaments that are important um, so this is the whole program of course but in general it's not that um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I think nothing uh, has a guarantee in life, so it's not. Um, it's nothing that I say. Oh, everything was for nothing, and I'm regretting or so on. Because everything what I did, I did a hundred percent with my heart. So it's nothing that I would would have made differently. And um, yeah, it's interesting to also be. There's a lot of space now also in place to um to be aware to 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 like possibility to to grow in awareness um and it's interesting observing like myself when i'm observing myself what this situation is doing to me what the situation is doing to us in in a team what the situation is doing to us in this whole community in the collective um, consciousness so this is quite a thing that i think it looks like nothing is happening, but for me, like a lot is happening, like really a lot is happening. Yeah. Just listening to you talk about it, I can tell that you that you think a lot, but you also take a, a lot of a lot of responsibility for that as well. Do you reckon that's one of the reasons why you're doing so well on the beach? Because obviously you did incredibly well playing indoor volleyball, but then beach volleyball. But as a pro beach player you do have to take a lot more responsibility for yourself and your team and your performances. Do, do you think that's one of the reasons why you're really thriving and maybe one of the reasons why you made the transfer in the first place? Yeah, actually, yes. Um, yes, I actually did it because of this, I think. It's, you're the first one telling me, like giving me the answer in your question already. <laughs> because <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> very mindful <laughs> um yeah because it was it was kind of a hard decision and uh, like not hard but hard my hard decision but without even knowing what is really expecting me i just felt somehow it's it's just pulling me into this direction i had a contract actually i signed or i almost signed in china indoor but then the, the team didn't um didn't sign in like so the team wasn't existing yeah. at all and so like all the circumstances just somehow built up in the direction that I um, I wasn't under contract the moment um, they asked me to come and play beach volleyball and so I was just somehow trying to observe and to be aware of what was happening during the last month also because it was also the first summer I didn't go to national team um, so I was there, I was doing a lot of yoga also. So I was reflecting and somehow it felt like, okay, something is, um, is waiting there for me. I always loved uh, challenges. I actually, human beings in general, they, I, I, I observed that a lot don't, like many don't like changes, mm. but I actually always loved them. 
um, because this is something that it's just like we we have this saying. I don't know if you have this saying in, in English, but we have this saying in, in in Germany like to jump into cold water. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you say it in English. So um, yeah, yeah, you don't know what is happening, but it's it's doing a lot to you. And I just felt okay. I want to do this, and this is pulling me for something that I don't really know. But yeah, being now that I did it for some years. Um, I have to say that it's, it has a lot to do with self-responsibility. Let's have a chat about your team then, because you mentioned them. Obviously, the team now is much smaller than it was when you were, when you were playing in Champions League and the National Indoor Germany team. Uh, what's the kind of dynamic? Because it seems to be going in, in one direction, and it's, it's that one. Um, yeah, thank you very much, first of all. <laughs> um, yeah, it's for sure it's a, it's a huge process because during, this, uh, during last season when I, um, when I started to, to play with Laura, which is like the best, uh, the best uh, beach volleyball um, uh, player on, in, on her position on the world, I can say, hopefully. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> so also um, playing on her side and she after pregnancy with like being a mom, also this brings a lot of different dynamics and a lot of like such a different situation to the whole planning and organization for sure. So everything is different. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's not, a, not possible at all to compare to anything what was before. And um, so to just somehow make um, two, two people, two persons that are somehow, I'm new in, in, in all this, I mean, in the team that was working with her already the years before, I'm new, I'm also kind, still kind of new in the sport, with her being super, like, full of experience, but with me on her side, and doing everything in, like, some month, plus being a mom, coming back physically also, like, it's, um yeah, it's something that I think it's, like, it was new for all of us. So we had to find um, our game. We had to find our us in practice, who we are, how we react when we are under pressure and so on. So um, actually, I have to say that during practice last year, when we practiced like three months, it was going like this. Then we came to the season to compete. And there is, of course, we, we knew that we have to be patient. But we had that we had to be so for so long time patient. It was something that we actually didn't expect because we knew like which kind of potential we we have because we have shown this already in practice. But now showing it in the competition somehow it was it was difficult. It was like we were struggling. We were going this way, and then at the end somehow for me it started in Vienna the tournament in Vienna. We, we were still um, trying to adapt, trying to inform, trying to talk a lot, a lot of communication um, in practice to be even more more and more focused because it's sometimes it's not being more focused on, on the amount of focus, but just to focus on the, on the thing that we need to focus on and let go on other things that we don't. I'm just looking because there is a kind of like big, um, big bird and I love like eagles. So I'm just okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see many right now here because I, I don't know. Um, many animals are are here this year. Anyway, so um, because the people are all at home, so the animals coming out. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if this news made it to uh, to Germany, but 
in Wales, where I'm from, so the small country next to England, uh, some of the goats have come down the mountains and started to eat the grass in the town because they've been allowed to, because there have been no oh, humans really? sort of pushing oh, them back. Yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. I also saw many like videos of friends and so on, like on, on Instagram and Facebook, like really wonderful, really nice. Um, yeah, so anyway. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> This was something that I always was, um, to say, admiring, I think, um, on Laura, that she, um, it doesn't matter, she, she, she won everything. And still she is there to always also somehow um, put herself out of her comfort zone and to know I am this, I am this now here in presence and I want to give everything now and this what she did is somehow in this moment not counting so it's yeah. what she's like and this is something that i was like it's so beautiful it's so beautiful because um you know uh, who 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 wouldn't be like who wouldn't be allowed to if not her to just go around and say like i'm the best and i'm <laughs> just you know and she's still she's just like living the sport of course with with love and also she's like a hard worker in every like every day in practice and you can see there how also she felt um like hugging me and talking to me with this with this smile on her face with this uh, with this happiness that she's just with this joy she's just like i see so much joy in her eyes and everything that she's also happy and proud that we made it but i feel also how happy she is for me in this moment and this is something that is really fulfilling me and um yeah, it's beautiful, and I'm very thankful for this. It sounds like you still love it now as much or more as you did when you were a child or a teenager or at any stage in your career. Yes, is it? Yeah, it's, it, it, it just sounds like it just sounds like you completely love what you do, and it's it's amazing to hear. Um, let's talk about let's talk about ambitions then, because you know you've achieved so much in the game, but. You know, we know that the Olympics have been given a date now in 2021. Is that on your radar? Has that changed your plans? Okay, so, um, yeah, of course it was doing something to me, but um, because uh, more because I was, um, you know, I, I'm also traveling a lot and I have also, um, my boyfriend, he lives in, in Italy and we are together for many years. Mm -hmm. And... And actually, um, it was somehow a commitment that I, I gave to our relationship, but we also gave to us because we are supporting each other a lot, like really a lot for following our dreams, for what we love. And um, this, we give a lot of freedom and a lot of place to, to, to do that and to live this, which is really beautiful. Um, and inside of me, um, I was somehow, okay, committing also, okay, after this year, I will give some space to my relationship maybe we have time to travel to just have some time to be together so actually this was the thing that i was i was like oh wow it's another year and it's not so much because it, it time runs but it's just like this deep commitment that that i just like also um somehow approached the last years you know so uh, I, I needed some some days and I needed also some yeah, some phone calls because at the end we are not able to, to see each other, uh, which makes it even more difficult because we haven't seen each other for, for a long time. And 
find then a fundamental um, conversation in this moment is difficult because of course you're kind of um, in a lack somehow of the relationship, like you're, you're missing each other. Yeah. Um, so I needed some, some, some time to, to, to just like, I don't know, to let like everything go down and to see what is happening inside of me. And then, um, then at the end, I, I just felt, yeah, I want to, like, I want to do, I want to do this 2021, even though, and this is the thing that I was talking also before and there, you see how everything is connected. We don't know what will happen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I, I love what I'm doing. I love what I'm, I'm very grateful for what we did together also with the team, with the coaches, with, the, with our sponsors, with the men, like with everybody that was involved, with the friends, with the family, that everybody is there to support. And I just feel that this is, um, the project is, is of all of them, you know, somehow. And um, at the end, yeah, I'm very happy to, to, to still also, it's a positive thing to still have more time to practice, to um, have more experience together and so on, without knowing what will happen anyway. I'd like to play a quick game. Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this, this game is called Simply the Best. So I'm going to ask you, um, for example, this isn't one of the questions, but what's the best ice cream? And you just have to give me the first answer that pops into your head, okay? Liquids. <laughs> All right, then, let's play Simply the Best. The best player you've ever played against. <laughs> I don't know. The best player. I don't know. It's difficult. I, I cannot. I really like it's terrible. This game with me is terrible because I start to reflect and to think and it's not. I can tell. I really can tell. I uh, Because it's like all, it's, it's also like every player has like their own personality and nobody can be as the other person, you know, so they're like i cannot even compare who is the best who not it depends also what you're looking at you know i knew this was gonna happen okay really? best yeah. sport outside volleyball best sport the best sport apart from volleyball <laughs> beach volleyball <laughs> okay uh the best song to listen to before a game oh I don't know the name. Sing it. Play it on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just tell you the the direction. Like I like to um, listen to. It depends on my on my um, on my mood, but I like to listen to hip hop and Airbnb. Um, yeah. But I also like, and it depends on my mood how I feel. I like also kind of meditation songs. Yeah. Best moment of your career. Um, which career? All right, best beach moment, best indoor moment. Okay, best uh, best beach moment. I um, definitely would say Rome last year, and winning the the finals and um, the Champions League uh, indoor game with the with Pomica Zalmaggiore when we won against against Vakif Bank. But at the end, I have to say again, it's not about that we won, but it's about the story that is behind it. The best food to eat after a game? Uh, a bar, a healthy vegan 
vegan bar. <laughs> the best thing about being a professional athlete? Um, knowing knowing myself all the time um, on um, like on very intense moments. So always reaching the limit and being aware what is happening to me. And this is, I think, the most beautiful thing. Yeah. The best place in the world that volleyball's taken you? Um, South Africa. Uh, best beach in the world? Best beach in the world, I, I tell you, South Africa. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, that was the game. Thank you very much for playing. <laughs> um, I hate this game. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. No, but I'm saying it lovely, but it's just like so difficult with me. You mentioned uh, you mentioned the Champions League there, so I'd like to show you a video, please. Uh, tell me your memories of this. <laughs> the Champions League's most spectacular player that season. Uh, and for a lot of people, they'd have thought, oh, this is, this is the launch pad now. But then you decided that you were going to move away from indoor volleyball altogether. But winning that Champions League, getting that award, how do you remember it? Um, yeah, what I remember, I remember the team. I actually remember the team. It's, um, it's very, very special because uh, everybody thought that we will play the Champions League finals and we will just play for playing, uh, being the, making the fourth place, probably not winning at all. Um, but once I started to play, especially this, the final, I had um, goosebumps everywhere. Yeah, and it was just the first ball that was in the air. So I didn't know it was 0-0. Zero, zero. And in the beginning, it was also like, you know, we finished also 25-23, 25-23. So it's not like said like this. But I, I was, I knew that we already won. It, it was crazy. Wow. It was 0-0 zero, zero and I felt we won. And this is something that is so, like, it's so beyond because I just felt this, I felt this energy. I felt this, the team. I felt the players that I played with, like, incredible personalities also out of the court. Um, I'm very grateful for having that. We, we were a team with many leaders also, mm -hmm. which is sometimes difficult to put, like, everything together. But somehow we had this openness and this love um, in, inside of us that we were playing with it and support, supported by this audience, by the sponsors and by the teams, the president that was there of like collecting balls for us all the time and practice and so on and so it was like a whole like big family our families came the whole city was pink because our <laughs> our color was pink so the whole city was pink wherever you went so also the bakeries were making bread that was pink because they mixed some some fruit into it like it was crazy it was something that yeah you cannot like you cannot even believe bicycles all like colored pink and like so many like it was beautiful it was really beautiful and so this is what i see when i see this and this is what it's just like 
yeah it's it's still uplifting me somehow it's um i'm still feeling this when i'm when i'm watching and i think that i will feel this moments forever i will i will really feel this moments forever and i called you today because i was feeling a little bit bored and i was looking for positivity and it's like you've injected it straight into me um, i feel amazing thank you so much um, <laughs> and, you. and you're doing okay you're feeling pretty pretty optimistic about the future right yeah i do i do Fantastic stuff. Um, right, let's go and enjoy the sunshine from a safe distance, shall we? Yeah. Look after yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So I've just listened to that, and just like when I got off the phone with her the first time, I just feel exhilarated. <laughs> She's got this kind of charisma. It's like an aura around her. And um, yeah. yeah, if anybody does get in touch and say that they don't feel happier after it, then uh, then Matt, you're the one signing the checks. <laughs> 100% of zero. Is zero, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's start with um, with things that resonated with you then, Key. I guess we, we've kind of touched on it already as uh, her energy. She really, she seemed like she's somebody who lives in the moment. She's, she's, she talked a lot about staying present, sort of her collective conscious and awareness and getting, getting joy, getting fulfillment from her partner, Lara, which I'm guessing is something she also did with her teammates when she played indoor. But it's something that you can really see also on the court when she does start to play. You can see that sort of childlike enthusiasm, which which comes across and I, I could hear it in her voice today. So that was really nice. And also um, just the fact that when I asked her a question, I felt as though it was almost like, it was almost like winding up the, the happiest toy in the toy shop and just <laughs> letting it bounce around the place. Um, and I, oh, what, what was she talking about where she was going into this beautiful, quite deep and in-depth answer. And then it, and then she just said, "Oh, sorry about that. I just saw a bird off there yeah. in the future, and she just got 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 carried away with um with the here and the now. And I suppose that is that that presentness that that you mentioned, Key. She's just uh, it, it's almost like there's nothing that can dampen her mood. Yeah, I was actually I was laughing hysterically at that point. She was talking specifically about focus and how she stays focused, and That's then right, she yes, just yes. got distracted by a bird. And that really that resonated with me because the screensaver of my phone." It actually says, on a scale of one to ten, how focused are you? And the answer is banana. <laughs> so those kind of things really get me laughing. <laughs> but yeah, I, th I think that that's probably Maggie too. I think you're underselling it. It wasn't. It was more than a bird, wasn't it? An eagle. I'm no ornithologist, mate. Um... A big bird. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I think the, the t timing is always everything, right? And she had a successful Champions League career. She told us in that that. She hadn't really fully decided she was moving to beach then. It was kind of like the stars aligned and beach then felt like an obvious choice. And that's kind of happened again, hasn't it? When she's moved from her previous partner, Carla Borger, into Laura Ludwig, who we can also mention is going to be on the podcast. So I think, yeah, the timing timing was right for her. And, and it felt like she was building towards the Olympics. And I just hope that one year delay doesn't kind of alter the flow. What a compliment for her as an athlete, though, to be a relative newcomer to beach volleyball and be so highly esteemed that Laura Ludwig's like, yeah, I'll play with her, bearing in mind everything that, that Laura's done in the sport as well. Um, all right, Kira, would you want Maggie as a teammate, I suppose is the easiest question. Oh, that is a good question. I think, to me, she seems exactly the way that you heard her on this podcast, so... That's the kind of how I like to play as well. I think it's more important 
the teammate rather than you know the points they're scoring or you know how many you know the statistics let's say so I would uh, yeah I'd love to have her as a teammate I think it might be a bit too late she's she's unless she comes back to indoor who knows uh, one thing I'm fascinated by and you talked about this at the very start Matt winning the Champions League not getting the MVP, although a lot of people suggested that perhaps she should have got the MVP after that victory, um, and then just leaving that sport altogether. That is a huge, huge decision, isn't it, Matt? Absolutely, absolutely. The courage that would take, I mean, let alone the logistics of it, the courage of it is, is massive. It's got to be, because you're walking away from everything you know. And the one thing which I've kind of realised over the last 10 years is it's the different cultures of the sports and and let's just take it on a kind of basic organizational level as a volleyball player and key i'm hoping you can confirm here generally as part of a team you get given a schedule you're given a time you get told what's happening but then on beach you're kind of more on your own aren't you like you've got your coaches and stuff but you kind of are far more responsible in terms of your journeys your your pathways your um just yeah learning where and when you you need to be places so yeah i think that is quite a big step for anyone to take to go from a structured environment like volleyball into a lot more self um, responsible environment like beach volleyball can we talk about the guitar dave how did you manage to get her on a guitar within 30 seconds of talking i've got I've got no idea. She definitely led that interview, mate. I was just an innocent bystander the entire time. Um, I think I just asked her what she was uh, what she was doing, how she was filling the time, and she talked about doing her yoga. Um, she did some amazing yoga moves, by the way. Hopefully, they see the light of day at some point. Just the, <laughs> the feats that human bodies that aren't mine can do is is quite remarkable. Um, but yes, she was talking about how she's feeling the time. She mentioned the guitar. I suggested that maybe she show us something and it just happened to be there. It was a little bit like Blue Peter. Here's one I made earlier. Then all of a sudden she's got the guitar on the lap and lo and behold, she's good at that as well. And there began the idea of an unscripted band. It was there and then, wasn't uh -huh. it? Yes. And we're still looking for our professional volleyballer who is a drummer. That's the one thing we need. So if you know one, please get in touch. We are looking for a, a volleyballer who's also a drummer. They must exist. You got any musical skills, Key? Absolutely none. None at all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely put one foot in front of the other. Uh, well, they're not usually required um, in music feet, although that writes you off as being our drummer, I suppose. Uh, there is another unscripted guest that we will be talking about at some point who is an exceptional pianist. Uh, like shocked me how good they were at the piano so that and, and singer uh, and singer right he, he sang as well or well, i've given away the gender now he sang as uh, well yeah he he sang he played he played piano and i was like holy smokes you've been hiding that one away uh right then and, D and dave is a musician so that is, in the in the broadest of terms matt in the broadest of terms <laughs> compared to uh, me and key you're a professional <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's have uh, a little bit of a chat about what we discovered about her, other than the fact that she's just got this magnetic personality that we keep banging on about. Yeah, well, I was I was interested in when she she was very yeah honest about the fact that the pushing back of the Olympics meant one more year of one hundred percent focus mm -hmm. on volleyball, and she's obviously had a lot of sacrifices with her and her her partner living far from each other and she it seemed like she was sort of looking forward to the olympics being over so she could spend a bit of time with him but now she's got one more year of of having to 
to go 100% beach volleyball, which is, um, it can be difficult. I think anyone who's lived far from their person for any long period of time in any, whether it's volleyball player or whether it is you do it's it it takes its toll so it was brave of her to, to talk because usually players use the year after an olympics for more downtime don't they? more personal time some even have children and exactly. the kind of medium-term mm. effect of tokyo being delayed is that players are going to lose that year because they're going to start having to prepare for paris because there's only mm. going to be a three-year gap between the two of them so it's going to affect quite a lot of people right can we talk about the Pommy Casamajori win? Because I said to Dave before we recorded with Maggie that that is my second favourite volleyball moment ever after the Olympics in London. Really? Yeah, easily, easily. That was a big one. That was a big one, yeah. Just the feeling of the hall and the way that everything worked out um, and the fact that they dominated both matches. Um, yeah. And they were really the underdogs. I mean, I'd love to know the odds or if anyone was anyone from outside of the club was kind of backing them to take the title. I mean, just look at who they beat. It's Dynamo Kazan and Bakifank. That's not your easiest route to a title. Yeah, but sometimes, and I don't know if you guys feel this, but being the underdog, sometimes you, you can just play a bit more free. I think when you're expected to win, when you're expected to be the champion, sometimes that hinders you more than helps you. And they had their whole home crowd. And I love that she talked about how everything was pink. She went into the bakery and you know, cookies and, and breads were baked with, with coloring and, and the whole atmosphere around it. I don't know if you guys were there, you will have experienced it a little bit, but that's the kind of thing that can really give players that, that, that extra something that has nothing to do with volleyball, but gives them the belief that they can win as underdogs. I can confirm everything was pink. The town hall was pink. I remember taxis being pink. Yeah. When she made that everything point about pink. standing on the court when it was zero zero in the final, but she couldn't explain it, but she just knew they were going to win. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, unscripted fans, you you will already know this, but for those of you that are new, she is not the only member of that Pommy team who we've done an unscripted with. And I put that to her. I said, oh, Maggie said this. And she said, yeah, me too. I couldn't tell you why. Yeah. Um, and I played her clips from this game. And I honestly thought she was going to, burst into tears her face visibly changed her voice was started to shake and it was almost like she was transported back there I think for everybody that was involved in that final no matter what their role was I think that's something that's gonna that's gonna live with them forever and for you Matt I think you were the only one of the three of us who were actually there the amount of volleyball of all levels you've seen over the year as as an amateur player as the chairman of a club as somebody who's been involved with organizing an Olympic Games and, and European volleyball across the continent for you to highlight that one event I think is a real reflection of quite how special it was absolutely absolutely for me it's not always about how many people you fit in a sports hall it's about the feeling when you're in that sports hall and quite often the, the slightly smaller halls, and from memory that was around 5,000, um, which isn't obviously our biggest Champions League final, but the feeling inside that hall was incredible. And I'm, I know from watching it back, it comes across on TV as well, which leads it to be kind of, for me, that second most memorable moment. One of the reasons why Maggie went and played beach is because she felt as though that was a way that she could be a little bit more in charge of her own destiny mm. and, and make 
some of those decisions for herself and I was wondering what the the two of you thought about that as a point yeah and she she mentioned sort of that the stars aligned it just happened to be that her her mm. contract dissolved in China and then this opportunity came up and it just she, she took the decision with her heart and I think that's the right way to do it she's that's that's the example that that we can that we should take away mm. from it she's obviously a thinker isn't she mm. she mm. she's very yeah very intelligent very philosophical um she mentioned she's into the yoga meditation yeah she's clearly clearly a thinker and i mean she's still got a few more years minimum left in her career potentially another olympic cycle so i'd be interesting to see how this beach story ends that's mm. certainly how i'm fascinated the the olympic games with her and laura i am fascinated as to how they get because she touched on it with laura didn't she laura effectively had a similar situation i mean not a switch in sports but effectively a, a re a, you know a restart on her career after kira mm -hmm. retired so yeah the timing Different was perfect kira. for both of them anyone listening out there <laughs> i was not laura ludwig's partner <laughs> in beach volleyball <laughs> no you're her future partner oh, right, get right, our right, way. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> When we get the uh, when we get the franchise league up and running, Kira Michael, first name on the team sheet. But fun f fun fact, actually, Kira Valkenhorst was a teammate of mine. We played together indoor in in Germany before she switched over to the sand. Ah, okay. And that's actually why my nickname is Key because she was Kira. She was on the team, and I came in, and she said, "No, no, my name's Kira. You have to have a nickname." <laughs> so that's why people call me <laughs> Key from, from that day forth. Have you ever had an argument over a squad number? Um, not an argument. Actually, this year, it's funny because I've been five my whole career, except for with the GB team. And I came into this this year and, and one of the players already had five. So every once in a while, I'll kind of sort of elbow her and be like, come on, number five, you, you're doing the, you got to do the jersey proud. <laughs> you know? I've always found it interesting that beach only allow one and two. If you're if you're a player with real superstition, especially if you come from like volleyball and, and you've got to then accept either number one or two feels like they could be a little bit more lenient with that, doesn't it? Yeah, or the chance to, particularly with beach, because brand is so important, the chance to build your brand around a number as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Why five, Key? That's a good question. I don't have any, it doesn't have any... Come on, I could tell you why seven for me. Yeah, mine doesn't have any specific meaning. I think it just started when I was young and it just sort of kept it going. All right, why seven for you? King Eric? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. the funny story for those Man United fans out there. I, I I live a long way from Old Trafford. That's obviously why I'm a Man United fan. <laughs> and I went there and I was desperately trying to get Eric Cantona's autograph. I had my red number seven already. And uh, he wasn't there. But a young kid came out who was just training with them at the time. And he went around and side, signed things. And eventually I said, okay, you can sign my shirt. You're not, you're not Eric Cantona, but you can sign my shirt. And I, I walked away. And, and that player developed into David Beckham. No. Also, legendary number seven. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's an awesome story. I mean, we sidetrack in this podcast, but that is a real sidetrack. Well done, everyone. Uh, that was Maggie Kozuch. I think we can all agree, Key and Matt, she was uh, she was a real joy to listen to. Loved it. Loved it. Just what I was hoping for. Yeah. Positive energy all around. Ray of sunshine. Thanks, Maggie. Does everyone feel happier, though? That's the question. Do the listeners feel happier? I feel great. I can tell you now, because I can see you guys in Zoom, that you've both got beaming smiles on your face. So we will take that as a positive. Uh, once again, thank you for listening. Make sure that you follow the Ace Space podcast. Get in touch using the hashtag LetVolleyballTalk. Hashtags. Wild. <laughs>
Anyway, uh, follow us all on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. It is all there for you to enjoy the A Space podcast, the unscripted, the debates, and all of the other brilliant projects that CEV are undertaking to help us pass the time. Until next time, goodbye. Mm-hmm.